pirates, pirates, and more pirates. An ultimate treasure, a bonded crew, and some strange fruit. We had Casey watch One Piece, and we're here to answer the question, was it a kawaii disappointment? Hello everyone, and welcome back to Kawaii Disappointment, your weekly journey through the world's of anime. With you as always is me, your host, producer, Weave of All Trades, and tall tale telling, big nose having, pirate, PJ. I was going to say a pink-haired scaredy cat anticipating a glow-up, but I'm just going to simp for the green-haired bounty hunter, Skylar. And with us as always is our brand new pirate who's never even left the red line, Casey. And I'm here for a two-piece and a biscuit, Casey. Sorry, Casey, we don't have a two-piece, we only have a one-piece. Because this week we are watching One Piece as we continue through Shonen All-Stars Month. Uh, I was told there'd be food, but okay, I guess I'll show up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Casey, uh, have you ever heard of One Piece before? I have to ask. One Piece. I have uh, not. Which is uh, shocking to me, honestly, which we'll talk about in, in just a moment. But One Piece, one of the biggest animes of all time. But we'll get to that when we get to that. Casey, based off the name alone, what did you think this anime was going to be about? Maybe it's because I just watched Shrill or I happened to rewatch a SNL rerun where Amy Schumer was hosting and she was promoting that I Feel Pretty movie. But I'm going to say this is a body positive anime where a young woman either feels sexy in a one piece bathing suit or lets her body be seen in a two piece and is happy about it. It's definitely about a bathing suit. I could totally see this being the name of something like that. Like, it's not even funny, like how much some indie movie about a <laughs> yep. woman having like learning to come to terms with her body being called one piece makes so much sense, Casey. Right. Doesn't it, though? Like, um, what's the guy that did that like Moonrise King- Kingdom or something like that? That one guy who does all all those indie movies. Wes Anderson? No, that's not him. No, yeah, Wes Anderson. Yeah, Wes Anderson's One Piece. I wouldn't see Wes Anderson doing it because he does more like art house pieces. Oh, what about the the director of Jojo Rabbit? Uh, Taika Waititi. Oh. I feel like this is more like a um, this is more like a Diablo Cody movie. Oh yeah, it's Diablo Cody yeah. for sure. Or Greta Gerwig. Yeah, can Greta Gerwig. In it. Yeah, for sure. For God, sure. I love Ooh. Greta Gerwig. Unfortunately, that is not what we have here. At least that's what I would assume you would think once you saw the poster. What did you think once you saw it? Uh, yes. Sadly, it's not the brave movie we were all hoping. Um, <laughs> brave anime we were all hoping for. <laughs> but um, so I'm getting pirates. I was thinking this is like pirates of the Caribbean anime, like maybe pirates of the Bering Sea. I'm just kidding. That's closer to Korea. This is Japan. But it's going to be something like Pirates of the Caribbean. All right. All right. Well, let's go through the characters on the poster then. Uh, Why don't we start on the right with the girl, the one girl on the poster. I saw that uh, for some reason. I was like, I wonder if she's holding like a net like she's trying to catch a fish. Like maybe that's her job is to provide for the crew. (laughs) Is that sexist? Well, it's because the thing she was holding in her hand does not look like it's either a net or an oar or something like that. I just thought it was like a fighting stick. I guess I'm sexist, you guys. So there's that. Uh, <laughs> it's not bad. Like, yeah, I think it's just like a stick. Yeah, that like, was the word know, like I was a, Like a kendo of. stick or something. I, I don't think it looks enough like a kendo stick for me, but I... No, it's not. That's not the word. A staff or something. Yeah. Well, like, I don't mean like it is a kendo stick, yeah. but I mean like a weapon akin to like a kendo stick. Yeah, like a bow staff, something like that. <gasps> bow staff was the word I was trying to think of. I was like that character from Soul Calibur yeah. who but, I love um, that she, I play she with kicks the bow butt staff. Down. Okay, tell me about this guy with a sword. Hell yeah. Okay, this guy is pretty cool. <laughs> That's it. I'm satisfied. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> he's like the captain of this ship because he's like up front, obviously. and. He's got these two swords. Maybe he's on his way to like conquer islands. But then I was thinking pirates don't really like to conquer islands. They're more of like treasure people. So maybe he's just in charge of finding a treasure or something like that. So that's what he is. But he's the captain of the ship, though. Okay. Tell me about this guy on the left with the big nose. He is uh, like the funny comic relief for the captain. Like he's like the Mr. Schmeed. He's the ship jester. I was going to say like a jester. Yeah, like, uh, he's the ship jester. The captain keeps him around because he just makes yeah, him Yeah, like, he's not really good in a fight. Even though he looks like he's in the stance, I think it's ironic. He's just there to make jokes. 
He does have a very big fist, though, so watch out for that. I think that's just perspective, but yes. My first thought was Pinocchio. Uh, yeah, I mean, he has that, you know, I could see the Pinocchio correlation. Pinocchio, Dennis and Menace guy. <laughs> um, well, then tell me our final character, this character in the back with the straw hat. Yeah, I didn't, okay, for him, I was just like, he just looks scary. His face looks freaky to me on that on this poster, and I feel like he's trying to... It is a little intense. Right? He's got a very big smile with a little sinister looking face. Right. I re- and like I say that with a lot of sensitivity because I am someone who doesn't know how to pose for any photos at all, ever. But his face looks super intense. I feel like he tried to overcompensate that with his hat. He's like, they won't know how scary I am if I put on this straw hat. Everyone loves straw hats. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm not sure what his role is on this ship. Maybe he's a stowaway or something like that. But yeah, he is scary looking. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, with all of that, I love those predictions on the characters and, you know, the Pirates of the Bering Sea. So we'll see how accurate that is. Let's take a quick break and watch episodes one and two of One Piece. And we'll get your thoughts and see what you think. So stay tuned, everyone. <laughs> All right, we're back. We had Casey watch episodes one and two of One Piece. Casey, tell me what you thought. Oh, this one was really, uh, really interesting. Definitely not our traditional pirate show as I expected. I definitely... I definitely <laughs> thought this was going to... I mean, I was right. There was pirates. But I kept thinking like, whoa, his hands. He's like Mr. Incredible. Or not Mr. Incredible. <laughs> That's not right. Miss Incredible. He's got them long hands. <laughs> he's got like... He's like Mr. Fantastic. Elastigirl. Yeah, and Elastigirl. That's what I was thinking of. I like mixed the two thoughts together. I was like, well, that's different. This Gumby person. <laughs> yeah, like it was interesting. I hated that one child so much you know the friend that wants to be a marine kobe yeah oh annoying ah uh, i love kobe don't, pj you're too good for that i won't let you say that don't you're too good you're too good you know kobe's gonna grow up to be a yeah, look we'll get that i look i will say i've got some kobe stuff in the in the clips Casey. i wish you had some, some kobe, kobe beef Wait, i want to hear what casey was about to say before you interrupted him. oh yeah because <laughs> i was you know kobe's gonna grow up terrible evil marine person who like is a serial killer. Something bad's gonna happen. Like, he's gonna go like a bad Marine. I just know it. Even though his whole thing was like, I hate how evil these Marines are. Yeah, he's not strong enough to change the system. I don't think so. That's what they all say. That's oh what, that's gosh. like, there's like those people who are like, you may, you meet them in high school and they're like, Oh, yeah, I want to be like this authority figure, you know. I want to be a cop and I'm not going to be a bad cop. Yeah, and then they they always do. Totally are. I get what you're saying for sure. Oh, see, I was thinking of like, I want to change the world. And then they graduate and then just have an MLM. A what? MLM? A multi-level marketing. It's a pyramid scheme. Oh, those people that are trying to sell you skinny tea or like the skinny coffee and or sugar free cookies, uh, essential oils. I'm just kidding. (laughs) You know what essential oils can be made out of weeds, which we are way too into right now. Ah. Let's take a quick break from this and we're going to do some housekeeping because there's not a ton, but there's a lot to say here. And we'll get back to everything else. One Piece started as a manga by Elichiro Oda, and it was serialized in Weekly Shonen Jump from July 1997 and is still ongoing today. There are currently 98 volumes of the manga, with many more to come. Currently, the series is on chapter 1011, with 1013 dropping the day we release this episode because we're like two weeks behind. And there has been a weekly chapter consistently since July of 1997, with only a one to two week hiatus at times, and a one month hiatus when they did a time jump. With him taking a total of about 100 weeks off in the last 1,240 weeks that this manga has been running. Oda predicts the series will end sometime in 2025, but diehard fans don't believe him and think it'll probably go somewhere closer to 2027 or 2028, rounding out about 30 years of the One Piece manga. Wow. That's intense. The anime was directed by many people due to its long lifespan, but we'll focus on Konosuke Uda, who directed the first 278 episodes. It began airing in October of 1999 and is still ongoing today. By the time this episode releases, episode 974 will have just aired. The series is produced by Toei Animation for Fuji TV. It has had such longevity due to its insane popularity. 
One Piece is an international hit, and even all of these years later, it's still one of the most widely viewed anime in the world, and one of the top 20 most watched TV shows in the world, like just TV shows of any kind. Obviously, with its lifespan, it has had a ton of supplementary media. There have been 14 theatrical films, 13 television specials, 7 OVAs, and 38 video games. As is part of the course at this point on this podcast, I will let you know that Netflix is working on a live-action adaptation of One Piece. Of so course. Oda himself will serve as executive producer for the series, so I'm hoping for the best. That's good, at least. Exactly. But remember, like, they did the same thing with Last Avatar, but then, like... With Last Avatar? <laughs> last Airbender, sorry. Remember that Last Avatar? <laughs> it's Last Avatar... <laughs> uh, yes, they did do the same thing with Last Airbender where they had the creators on and then creative differences made them leave. And I was like, oh, no. So hopefully that doesn't happen with Oda. But in general, I'd be very curious to what a live action One Piece looks like. It'd be so adorable. There's also a trading card game, light novels, and even a One Piece theme park called Tokyo One Piece Tower with 10 attractions, live shows, themed shops, and restaurants. I want to go. Jeez, must be popular. One Piece is, there's this very popular podcast called Wizard and the Bruiser, which I love. Yeah, does too. Highly recommend it. But the way that they equated it was like, you know how some people are in a fantasy and some people aren't. But like when Game of Thrones came out, whether you were a fantasy nerd or not, everyone was watching Game of Thrones. That's how One Piece is for anime in Japan. Like, it doesn't matter if you don't watch any other anime or anything else. Everyone in Japan, it's a cultural thing. Like, just how everyone from like your most jock friend to your nerdiest friend to like your most professional friend to your like poor friend the Olympics? was talking about Game of Thrones every day when it was coming out. That's how One Piece is for anime in Japan. So One Piece is the Olympics of Japan. No, it's better. I'm just kidding. I'm just no, kidding. I mean, like, I, I, I could sense that. Didn't they have like Luffy as like a representation? Well, they had a bunch of anime characters as a representation. So I think it was like Goofy. Sailor Moon, Shin Chan, like Goku, like it was a bunch of them. You said Goofy Wait. and not Luffy. <laughs> but a question. Okay. Wait, did, didn't the Japanese Olympics, that's not until this summer, right? It was going to be last year. Right. I was like, and then we it got postponed because of the Rona. Oh, right. Because that's what I was thinking too. I was like, wait, that didn't happen, right? Because I've been waiting for that Japanese opening ceremony for a long time. Yeah. But yeah, so One Piece, just so much comes into it. And again, it is literally, I think it is the longest running anime of all time. One of the longest running TV shows of all time. The longest running published comic book with one consistent story. Because obviously, like, you know, you have like stuff like Superman and Batman coming out, but they constantly reboot. Um yeah, Martha. it's just that's all I have to say to you about that. You know, and Oda is just a powerhouse. Like the fact that he only takes like one to two week breaks like every few every like year or so is like insane. Wow. Uh, yeah. Or like every few months is like insane. I don't know how he puts out this level of product. Like it's insane how much work he puts into this. Yet the diehard One Piece fans, when he like goes for like a two week vacation, are like, Why is Oda taking a break? I don't get it. People are insane. Enjoy the fact that you have this much product and again there's easily five to eight more years of one piece still to come dang that's surprising how they could stay so interested yeah it's insane and i mean clearly it's still developing an audience right like it hasn't gotten stale and i've even seen some of the later episodes and i i will say it's still super entertaining so we'll get to that with all of that let's run down episode one and two very quickly in episode one we meet luffy as he makes his way aboard alvita's ship and meets Kobe, a captive servant. Luffy reveals his intention to be king of the pirates and inspires the cowardly Kobe to finally stand up for himself. Upon seeing Kobe do so, Luffy protects him from Alvita's attack and sends her flying into the ocean with his gum gum powers. All the while, Nami is in the background stealing all of Alvita's treasure, unbeknownst to anyone. Luffy then sets sail with Kobe to the local Navy base to let Kobe follow his dream of joining the Navy, as well as see about recruiting Zoro, the pirate hunter, to his pirate crew. The vile Captain Morgan runs the island with an iron fist, and his son crucified Zoro for protecting a girl from the town. Luffy is determined to have Zoro join his crew and sets about freeing him and taking down Captain Morgan, and that's episode one and two. I think it's so interesting that they have, like, the characters that are named after popular pirate-themed characters. Like, there's a Zoro one. Captain Morgan is a pirate, right, too? Like, and not, not in this one, but you know what I mean? Yeah, as you go along, there's Blackbeard, there's, you know, stuff like that. Like, you know, whatever you could think of that's an inspiration for a genre like this exists. Jack Sparrow. Just wait for Jack Sparrow to show up. 
Jesus. <laughs> this is the tale of Captain Jack Sparrow. Captain Jack Sparrow. God, that song is but so yeah, good. So, I mean, One Piece, I mean, I, I said it, we talked about it already, but One Piece is just so huge. It's it's impossible for you to get the whole breadth of what One Piece is or will be, even when I go through the clips and context, because there's 974 episodes as of right now. You right. Know? And there's easily five to eight more years of just the manga, which means there's probably, you know, six to seven, you know, six to ten more years of the anime. Jeez, that's a long time. And when, when did this start again? 1997 for the manga, 1999 for the Jeez. anime. That's cool, though. And I've even, like, I've seen, like, 145 episodes of this. Which is like a debt, you know? Oh my gosh. Yeah, for something that has like over like, 900 for episodes. any other show, if I watched 145 episodes of it, people would be like, wow, I can't believe you finished it. For this, I'd be like, wow, you haven't even gotten to the good stuff yet. Oh my gosh. You know, I've, I've been a wrestling <laughs> fan since like the year 2000, and I thought that was a long time. But th- I mean, that's been going on like 1999. That's like the same time. That's still that's a long time. It's crazy. Honestly, yeah. one of my favorite things about the One Piece fandom is they like love trying to convince people to start watching One Piece. But like, I don't know how you can convince people to watch One Piece. Yeah, it's too much of an investment. Well, okay, so... That's kind of like, you know, how like I've been saying this month, like, oh, it's just something in the background that I was waiting for. Or like with Naruto, it was like, oh, I'm not going to watch that because like people are annoying. Literally, like the only thing that kept me from watching One Piece was like, oh, that's a lot. Uh, no, thank you. Yeah. Like, it looks great. But like, that's that's too, too much. And even something like Naruto, which between sh- regular Naruto and Shippuden, has like 750 episodes at least that's done you know (laughs) like i know that that's like the hard limiter and i will say like it didn't actually stop me from watching one piece because i had heard it was so good so i finally did watch it right at the beginning of quarantine i sat down and i was watching like a few episodes a day and i got to 145 but i kind of like got busy with other stuff and stopped and then i was like gosh i made it to 145 and i'm not even close but I will right. say, even with that, I don't regret watching those 145. It was such a good time watching them. I had a blast and a half with all 145 episodes. And you know what? I feel like the One Piece fandom, it doesn't feel toxic. Like, I'm, you know, I might have just not heard anything, but I've never, like, been annoyed by a One Piece fan. You know why? Because like, they don't have time. They're too busy watching yeah. One Piece. <laughs> they, they're paranoid they may have forgotten an episode. <laughs> Well, I think they also understand that they want more fans. They don't want to exclude people from it. Because the more fans, the more content. Well, they don't have to worry about that. (laughs) I know, fucking seriously. They have a whole theme park. Yeah. PJ, do your thing earlier... I remember you asked me if I um, had heard of OneNote before. Um, I haven't heard of... Go ahead. One Piece? Yeah. You said OneNote. Oh, I think I got Death Note and One Piece confused for some (laughs) reason. Like mixed together, which are completely different things. <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. Woo! What a fun show that would be. Right? Let's write it. <laughs> but for One Piece, so I haven't heard of One Piece specifically, but the reference to the gum gum fruit, I have heard of that before. Oh, so yeah. Okay. So like to actually finally talking about like the anime itself, the lore of One Piece is just so fascinating to me. So the way that One Piece works essentially like as a world is the entire globe only has one really long and big continent called the red line and it's basically like right in the middle of the world and it that's the only like continent there is everything else is ocean and islands and it's mostly ocean so that's why it's such a huge pirate thing obviously outside of the gold roger stuff that you hear about at the beginning of the episode right you know it's this very fascinating world with like just one mainland continent and everything else is ocean filled with pirates because of the gold roger one piece thing but outside of that there's these things called devil fruits which each of them have their own unique ability that it gives you luffy took the gum gum fruit which give him the properties of rubber but there are a bunch of different devil fruits that all give people completely different powers that's my stripper name devil fruit <laughs> that's fun that's a really fun like drag or a shipper name <laughs> please welcome to the stage mrs devil fruit <laughs> by the way about this anime i was thinking about like and especially more like at the first episode i was like i wonder what inspired these evil marine sort of like storyline i'm like is this probably like the result of some like u.s imperialism 
bad Probably. stuff that's happened over the past, you know, you know what I mean? Or I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be US specific. I mean, there's a lot of imperialism happening like a hundred years ago to an or so. So I was kind of thinking that with this anime in the beginning. No, for sure. It's definitely probably some imperialism, but I think a lot of it just comes from the fact that in a pirate society, obviously the Marines have to be like more powerful and intense because when you give people too much power, you know, power corrupts. This is true. You know what? You know who's also one of the bad guys in Pirates of the Caribbean? The Navy. Yeah. So it's like the same thing. This is just another step closer. It's just all government. To One Piece being Pirates of the Caribbean. All governments corrupt. Yes, this is true. You can't be like PJ famously says. Oh, well, no, that's about billionaires. But you know what? (laughs) Government people are pretty evil, too. As I say, billionaires (laughs) are social terrorists. There you go. You heard it here. Catch Elon Musk on Saturday Night Live tonight. The only reason why socialism would never work is because people fucking suck. (laughs) Sorry. People in government are just too corrupt. So we should become pirates, right? Ooh, that'd be kind of fun. We would look so cute, you guys, in pirate outfits. I would definitely have that heart and pink ship as a pirate. Oh, Alveda ship. I'm super about it. As opposed to Alveda Zane. That's her version of Billy Zane. (laughs) What about... uh, the part where Luffy was just like, who's this fat person? And I was just like, damn. <laughs> he said, who's this canceled. chunky lady? <laughs> cash money well, you know, you. Luffy, like, that's like part of Luffy's like, whole thing. is like, he's brutally honest. It's because Luffy's autistic. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's canon, but like, Luffy's <laughs> kind see, of autistic. I could see him like very coded that way. Because like, he, oh he can't, he doesn't can't pick up on Luffy's social voice. cues. And he's he has a hyper focused obsession. Doesn't have a filter. I like it. Yeah, that makes sense. I could see that. I loved it so much. I just watching the first two episodes. I was having so much fun. I loved it so much. I got this really weird thought in my head where there's like an AU of me. Um, instead of getting really into Zatch Bell in high school, just I mean- getting really into One Piece. <laughs> like I feel like. I mean, like, that would have been a good choice because, like, Zatch Bell is totally great, but like, there is no fandom for Zatch Bell out there, you know? Like, there's no staying power. I, it's nothing, it's something I never thought I'd be interested in. And it was something just like my friend, like, gave me manga of. And I was just like, oh, wow. I love this doll anime of dolls fighting. We'll eventually do a Zatchbell <laughs> episode, and we will definitely talk about Skylar's weird Zatchbell. I made a lot of Zatchbell OCs, so. Oh, my God. So look forward to that at some point in the future. But I, I mean, I agree. So, like, I again, I didn't watch One Piece until the beginning of quarantine. And, I mean, again, it was mostly because I was daunted for so long, but total fun time watching every episode I watched. Right. By the way, did you guys think, okay, don't lie, don't lie. Did you guys, I never when, when Helmeppo came on the screen, were you like, this is Casey? <laughs> no, I hate Helmeppo. I thought you guys were going to be like, Helmeppo is Casey. I thought for sure you guys were going to be like, this is you. No, Helmeppo is like so annoying. Yeah. He's so uh, manipulative and abusive and he just relies on other people's power. You're so much oh, better than that. Thank you. I appreciate that. I was disappointed that Captain Morgan wasn't like the pirate Captain Morgan from the bottle of Captain Morgan rum. I like really had thought he was going to look like that. That'd be fun. I have also, can I say like to like actually speak about the episodes we watched, I was like, like I was kind of hoping that he wouldn't also be corrupt like Helmeppo. Like Helmeppo would be like using his name without his knowledge, but no, he's terrible. I was genuinely surprised when he was also a piece of shit. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Like, ugh. He was so the worst. And that's what I think that's what makes like Luffy so likable. It's like he's I mean, he's like, you know, has no filter, but he's a good guy at every point. Like he just wants to help people. And he's like, you know, he's angry when people aren't doing the right thing. And like he wants to be a pirate. But I don't think like and this is something that you get throughout the show. Like he's like rarely ever like, oh, let's go steal stuff. It's so interesting. Like he wants the pirate lifestyle, but he's not like going around and like stealing a bunch of stuff his crew sometimes does like especially nami which is the for you casey I, i'm sure you could klepto. i'm sure you could pick up on this by now but 
Nami was the girl that was stealing yeah. all the stuff from Alvita's ship and then was also in the town later. Yes. Um, I, I did pick up on that. You know what that is? He's based on the way you described him. He's basically Harry Potter and the sorcerer in that Sorcerer's Stone first movie where like he finds a Sorcerer's Stone not because he's trying to have it. He just wants to like find it. Mm, I could totally see that. Who knows? <laughs> the show will end once they get to One Piece. One Piece? They still haven't gotten there. So who Damn. knows? Maybe that's how it'll happen. 900 episodes can't find any part of that piece not even half a piece well i mean you uh, like once you i mean not to again get super in the weeds about what the show becomes but like once you start getting into the because we're just still in like mainland waters at this point once the show eventually gets into like the east blue and you go past the grand line like it's a whole different world out there there are like giant sea monsters the pirates have like god level powers like they are just so powerful from the devil fruits and just from there's different races of people like there are shark people there are mer people there are giants uh, it's a whole mystical world out past Ooh. the grand like past the grand line and so like every one of them is still searching for this thing and to an extent some of them have gotten kind of complacent like where they've just kind of gained power and authority in that place and they don't want anyone going further than them so it's like a whole thing the dynamic the world gets so huge the lore is insane and so well developed you know what real quick on that note since it's just i was thinking would you guys rather um find out like the mysteries of the ocean or the mysteries of space the mysteries of the ocean right now because we live yeah closer to the ocean also the ocean like scares me so i just need to know i just need to know you got to know what's out yeah. there. Yeah, I kind of think we should kind of figure out what's happening closer to us first, too. But but for other reasons, I have to say space. I mean, there's <laughs> probably, like, some form of alien life in the ocean. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it'd be alien to our knowledge, but it wouldn't be alien in terms of enter- extraterrestrial. No, no, but no, no, we no, have no, not- no, no, no. I think, like, yes, aliens from outer space are, like, based in the deep, deep ocean because they're, would, they would be unbothered. Oh, Skylar's weird conspiracy corner. (laughs) (laughs) It's a nice change. Just talking about aliens like makes me really uncomfortable. Interesting. I just like I I can't. It I it it stresses me out. Interesting. Interesting. You know I could talk about ghosts, uh, cryptids, just not Japanese aliens. Just I could talk about them. Interesting. They're interesting, but aliens just stress me out too much. Interesting. That's so interesting. This is a nice um, change of pace from trauma. Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, we, we do fun facts. We do trauma, but now we have conspiracy corner. <laughs> yes. We'll have to make this a recurring segment. <laughs> no, but, because page um, seven now has a conspiracy corner. and I, We can't copy them. Oh, no. Gosh, they beat us to we'll it. We'll do conspiracy <laughs> cocktails, and you just t- we drink, and you tell us about conspiracies. Ooh, there you go, Casey. Something you would love because they have like musical intros. Uh, anytime they do their conspiracy corner, they sing. Do you believe? Oh, that's good. I love that's Cher. Funny. <laughs> also, uh, PG mentioned Wizard and the Bruiser earlier, Casey. And the host Holden from Page Seven is the main host on Wizard and the Oh, I love Page Seven. I was going to send you a thing Jackie was talking about earlier. By the way, can we just mention our other favorite podcast, which is They're Not Cousins? I just want to put them over more because I love them. And I've thought about our good time together. They're so fun. They're so great. Like I know we're like canon frenemy or like enemy rivals. Yeah, in the story. Frenemies. It's a good time. It's a good time. It's great. Mm-hmm. This is true. Part of the you lore is... You know who else movies. I want to shout out? You know what other anime podcast I want to shout out super quick? Is Anime Roulette. <gasps> oh, I saw uh, them. Which has been... Which I love. I love them. We interact a lot on Twitter. But uh, one of their hosts, Connor and I, uh, actually bonded over our love, which will... I will say this, and then we will have to cut... Like, not cut this. I will say this, and then we will not talk about it, because I literally need to bring this up later but our love of the american one piece intro oh my gosh which i will show you later Uh, because you need to see it casey oh all right Um. interested but me and connor talked about it but also just in general he's one of the hosts of anime roulette it's a fun time go check them out too oh my gosh also shout out to that hentai podcast You don't have a name for them? Are they or are they called that oh, yeah. hentai podcast? <laughs> Nymphomercial. I love hentai. 
I love them. Oh, <laughs> this is Good just time. our this is just our podcast shout out corner. Damn it! And page seven literally also just introduced a shout out corner. <laughs> well, you know what? They don't do a podcast shout out corner. Okay, remember when they shouted That's you true. guys out? That was the best day. Heck yeah, I do. <laughs> And that then they nice shouted tasty. me out again because I was dying in the hospital. You were. Speaking of things that kill me, Colby's pink bowl haircut. <laughs> so, oh my God. So this is actually the thing I was trying to bring us back to. So thank you, Casey. Spe- really? Was it um, Colby's pink Kate- bowl haircut? Yeah. Well, Kobe specifically, because I was going to say, you know who else doesn't like Kobe at first is Luffy. Because Luffy's like, wow. I hate you. <laughs> what do you yeah. And Luffy was right. He's a little cry, maybe. Well, he grows to like him, Casey. Maybe I will, too. Maybe I will, too. Well, I will say, Kobe isn't in the show for, like, a super long time after this. Because he does, like, go on to follow his dreams and whatnot. But you kind of check back in on him a lot. Uh, like, not a lot, but you check back in on him here and there. And it's a fun time. The show eventually goes through a time skip, so you get to see everyone, like, older. So, I mean, I have a clip of older Kobe that I will show you later. I know And I just want to say, like, <laughs> Casey, I know you hate children, especially if they're, like, crybabies. Yeah. But he's also a child that was kidnapped by he's pirates. He's a slave. <laughs> like, yeah, and he's literally like a slave. Like, are you telling me you wouldn't be crying if you were forced to be a slave to pirates? I would be a dirty pirate wench. Mm-hmm. He's a slave hey, for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, I would. God. It would be great. I I would use my. He's just walking around sexuality. with a yellow uh, bow constrictor. Yes, the, problematic. This whole conversation. I, I, it, it, well, here's the thing. I'm 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 helping out the butt pirates. That's what I'm helping out. <laughs> God, you definitely don't want to be a slave to butt pirates. That just seems like you're gonna be. Sexually violated a lot, Casey. But who Casey, else is going to appreciate my Britney Spears performance? <laughs> oh, my God. The Pirates of Penzance, Casey. Oh, okay, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, you know who we haven't talked about at all? Is Rufio. Sexy as Zorro. No, go right. Go ahead. Yes. I have been waiting for this. First of all, he and I have literally the same hair color. So, that was... Uh... Yeah. Also, it's like <laughs> only like 20% green at this point. Uh, PJ? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Look, you can't get mad at me for saying the truth. When I had more green in my hair, it was the same exact like jello lime green. PJ just let her. I would agree. I guess let her have her thing, I guess. <laughs> and that was only like a couple months ago. I'm sorry that my hair is growing back because I want to go back to work. Jesus. <laughs> Anyways, also my hair is falling out because of the COVID. So. <laughs> no segue. Same. No point. Just leave that in though, um, PJ. No, but. No, it's true, Casey. I'm in love with him. He is so sexy. And the fact that he's just like, I've been here for three weeks without any food. I was like, hell yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah. Keep on keeping on. Play. I no, love Zoro. He's so cool. Yeah, Zoro's so hot. Um, you don't really get to see him do it, but he does a three sword style. Oh. So he has a sword in his left hand, sword in his right hand, a sword in his teeth, like in his mouth. And then that's yeah, why he, he has does. the three swords. So he's a super interesting swordsman. His whole goal <laughs> is to be the best one. The other members of the crew from the first season, I should clarify that you haven't met, are Usopp, who's the big-nosed guy from the poster. His name is a playoff, like, Aesop, like Aesop's Fables, because he just tells lies. But, like, he tells lies for the sake of, like, bringing joy to people. And that's also why he has a big nose, because it is a play on Pinocchio. You totally clocked that guy. Mm. <laughs> and then uh, Nami. Wait, really, um, though? Wh- what? Pino- like, that's interesting. Sorry, I didn't. I, like, did not fully register what you said. Like, I heard it and was excited. And then it, like, just soaked in a little bit more. That's interesting. Uh, and then you have Nami, who you have seen but haven't fully met. She has a very fascinating backstory where she's, like, indebted to, like, this pirate lord. And, like, Luffy helps her. It's great. And then there's, like, a bunch more people on the crew that you get throughout the 900 episodes. And what's, what I love is they're still not done with the crew. Like, because I don't know if you remember, there's a part where he's like, yeah, I would like about 10 crew. He's still yeah. not at 10 in, like, at chapter 1012 or whatever. Oh, Jesus. When you said 10 crew, I thought you said Ted Cruz. I'm like, what? <laughs> he, you know, he was like, I want Ted Cruz. <laughs> Ted-, Ted Cruz to be a part of my pirate game. Yeah. We're going to go to Cancun. We're going to Cancun. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going. He's just picking up his daughters. Okay, guys? I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
No, he was dropping off his daughter. And one of the characters that isn't on the poster to bring up to is Sanji, who is, uh, you don't get to see on the poster, but you will see him in some of the clips. He is like this cool, handsome, blonde guy, and he's always got a cigarette in his mouth. In the Four Kids dub, they reanimated it to be a popsicle because, of course, you can't have cigarettes in America. Yeah, that's what I I mean. Lollipop popsicle in my brain; those are the same thing. They're they're not though. I use them interchangeably. That's apparently on me, I guess. Yeah, a popsicle is literally frozen juice, and a lollipop is not frozen juice. It's a piece of candy. I'm pretty sure your popsicle can't just be a lollipop. No, PJ. No, I'm, I'm going to stop you there, my friend. <laughs> She's right. Skylar's right on this one. <laughs> popsicles and lollipops are not interchangeable, my dude. <laughs> Well, way to way to way to shit on someone whose English is their second language. Um, oh, wow, you're gonna play that card because of a popsicle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Way to way to be mean to someone whose English is their second language. PJ. And I'm sorry, they learned English through context. <laughs> sorry, please. popsicle has a sickle at the English end, like it's a, a icicle. <laughs> We're gar- oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. How many languages do you speak, Skylar? I speak one. And I yeah. still have difficulty. Yeah, and the you, racism in this episode you, is rampant. You rampant never. Racism. I also speak you Venetian. You never pass up an opportunity to correct me on anything. Rampant racism in this nope. episode. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> because PJ was accosted about popsicles. Oh, how the tables have turned. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're totally right. I've always used it interchangeably. And you guys, it makes sense. Sickle is usually for like the cold stuff. Not only have the tables turned, we renovated the kitchen. <laughs> the ch- I stole that joke, by the way, from someone on TikTok. That's on me for being born in a Spanish-speaking household, I guess. Well, I guess we solved that problem. shut the fuck up right now. <laughs> you know what you're doing. Stop it. No, you're no, no. You guys are right. You guys are right. I'm just being difficult. But yes, they put a lollipop in his mouth instead. Um, but regardless, he's an amazing cook. They actually recruit him from like this like famous island restaurant or floating ship restaurant, and he's a really good kicker. But my favorite thing about him is he's like he just has a complete weakness for women. It doesn't matter if they're trying to kill him or anything. Like he immediately gets hard eyes and just is like smitten by any attractive woman. Mm. Yeah, no, he's he's just a cool guy. I really like Sanji. Uh, Skylar, I know you like Sanji. I do like Sanji, but I have given my heart to Zoro, so mm. goodbye, Sanji. Disrespect, but I would be remiss if I didn't bring up for the fans, because he's a fan favorite, Chopper, who is like a little like reindeer boy that becomes a part of the crew. He's their doctor. People love Chopper. Oh, I know that. Yeah, I know who that is. People love Chopper. So I just, I feel like I need to bring him up. There's so many more crew members, but... If we're at least talking the first like few hundred episodes, Chopper's the one I, I'm leaving out. Chopper, sick balls. Do you guys remember Stand By Me? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry. Um, Continue on. So, but yeah, Zoro is super cool, super badass. Like, the, like, you know, and again, he, I love that Luffy was kind of like, oh, like, I don't like that he was captured so easily. But then when he finds out the story, he's like, oh, I respect Zoro. Like, I'll, I'll go help him out. Like, again, I like that Luffy has, like, this very interesting code to himself that he, like, lives by. I mean, but, like, even before he heard that, it was very, like, oh, I know he's there and I, like, want him. Part of well, yeah, crew. but then, like, once he got there and he was like, oh, you've been captured, I guess you're actually probably weak. True, yeah. It's a cute little banter between the two of them. Yeah, I love that. Oh, God, when he had to eat that dirt mud rice ball, though. Yeah, I was like, ugh. Gross. But he was starving. He probably hadn't eaten in 20 days. Well, yeah, he said literally three weeks. Yeah, so 21 days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just everything about it is so interesting to me. Like, I, w- what I really like is you do get so much in episode one and two, especially because at the beginning of each episode, similar to when we watched Woman of Alchemist Brotherhood, you get like a little lore dump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you think of that, Casey? Uh, I thought it was uh, helpful. Like, there's so much about it. And now knowing how much it is going forward you have to have that underlying knowledge of like where they're going what the point of this treasure hunt is all that all that noise so it was helpful because i was like i wasn't sure like how interested i was gonna be but the lore kind of sold me more on it i love that i'm glad that it helped because i think that's why they do it because they do know it's gonna be so big and it's helpful to know like they talk about one piece so much throughout the episodes and like the king of pirates stuff so like it's helpful to be like what are they talking about oh well gold roger the infamous pirate king hid all of his treasure in one piece (laughs) 
just had a realization. I was consumed by the mud rice ball. And I was thinking, oh, like, because he was so mean to that little girl. And I was just like, oh, he's just trying to be like, you know, I'm super strong. I don't need food, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, and then after he like actually ate it, I was like, oh, was he just trying to still protect the little girl? Because he yes, knew yeah. like, oh my God, he accepted Skyler, it. That's clearly what was happening. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, no, he was like, he literally says like, you know, they'll kill you if you help me. Yeah. I, so like, I get out of here. I probably looked down right at that subtitle it's so funny you guys skylar looks down so much and every time i'm like you're looking down you're missing stuff she's like no i'm not <laughs> <laughs> like you know Adam, i know i'm not casey did the same thing when casey does the same thing so like I, I am the same i'm literally whenever i watch anime with both of them when I, either of them whenever they're writing notes i'm like literally just tell me to pause so you can write notes like when just tell me to pause to become one but they don't but honestly i think this is a good place to pause on one piece we're gonna watch some additional context and talk more about it later but why don't we jump into the music of one piece yes Ooh. Unless either of you had anything else you wanted to bring up, by the way. <laughs> no, no. The music's too good. We got to dive right in. So let's start with the opening song, which is We Are by Hiroshi Kitadina. Casey, what did you think of We Are? Um, the intro is better in the second episode. Like, I don't know what, like, something about this episode. You said the episode, same thing in Yu Yu Hakusho yeah. I, in our last yeah. episode. I said the same thing on that one, but, like, something about this one, I was like, okay, like, I think, like, I gave me time to kind of, like, soak it in. Seeing the episode and then watching the intro, I think, can make me be in a better mindset to appreciate what's happening. Oh, okay. Like, so kind of like um, how Demon Slayer didn't play their opening until, like, the credits. So, like, you didn't even yeah. get that. So, basically, you're just, like, you just want to get to the context of everything and then appreciate, like, the opening. Well, I think it's, like, I mean, I think there's some anime titles where, like, they just hit so... They're so good initially. Like when I think to some of our other anime openings, like Demon, like what well, not Demon, was Demon Slayer has had a good one. Yuri I on think. Ice. Yuri on Ice. Like there's some that are so like singularly by themselves that like I can appreciate. I think yeah, I think it's very much like those songs kind of stand on their own, and these are still good, but they like are clearly so much a part of their anime. Yeah, like for this one, um. I like it took me back to like kind of like and I, I could see myself like watching this on like like a 90s Saturday morning cartoon situation like I was like this is a DuckTales Chippendale Rescue Ranger style like opening oh, okay. that's what it gave me okay I see that I totally see that yeah uh Skylar what did you think about it oh my god it was it got me so pumped I loved it and it gave me a very uh Radio Disney like vibe yeah like I, yeah i think yeah I, both of you are going in the same direction i literally yeah. have a radio disney we're all ears playlist on spotify Aww. and i was like oh i know exactly what to go look at for when i do this research that's so fun i can't believe they got rid of radio disney Ugh. i know yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yes, so i good. love any time in an anime op when they have like random english words <laughs> Uh, and for this one, it's the, like when they randomly go into like, well, won't you be my friend? And the, I just love that part so much. <laughs> and I just also love the, the one piece, and, like right at the beginning, like right halfway to the song. It's just, it's so good. I really love it. I agree with both of your points completely. Let's talk about that closing song then. Let's talk about Memories. <gasps> oh my fucking God. Memories by Maki Otsuki. So good. Oh my god. Okay, so I totally fucked up. I was way too excited to talk about the ending memories. Everything I said about the intro, about being Radio Disney, I meant for this. And everything about the intro, I it was very 70s to me with all the horns. And I loved it. So go ahead and agree with that. <laughs> I literally, no, that's, I can't believe. I was, I, I, I agreed with the Radio Disney vibes though. Like, I, cause, cause I agree with Casey yeah. about it sounding like a Saturday, like a Chip and Dale's yeah. theme or something like that. So I actually thought it fit, but that's so funny. And I also kind of hate, but it's so funny <laughs> that you swapped your song, re, like, review. I just got so excited. No, because silly so everyone goose. just, like, press the, you know, 15 seconds back a few times, pretend, like, hear that and then skip back the same amount of 15 so seconds and you'll be The reason here. why my <laughs> 70s uh, horn big band thing matches up with Casey's, though, no, is... No, you've lost your chance to explain your opinions Casey, on the opening no. song. 
It's is over. It is you, so lost <laughs> you lost your you shot. You lost your shot. You think you're hot stuff. <laughs> no one will ever know your explanation. Wait, did you ever say the name and and singer for One Piece? I mean, for the beginning songs? Yes. yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Smile Bomb. Never mind. Wait. Nope. That was <laughs> That was you, you hot <laughs> <Never mind. laughs> Um. Well, I will actually talk about Memories. I really like Memories. I think it's a really yeah, like memories. fun song. It's very like... <laughs> It's like a fun kind of like alternative vibe. That's what I got really too. Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Mid-tempo 90s alternative, right? For sure. Like that's totally the vibe and I really dig it. It's so different and which I like. I like when the intro and outro both fit, but they're different because it gives you like different vibes. I, I enjoy so it. Oh my gosh, why... PJ, we're vibing. We're vibing. <laughs> we're vibing. vibing. Uh, so the reason why I chose Radio Disney for uh, for actually actually memories is it has a very uh, a lot of the the female bands or singers on Radio Disney in the early two thousands uh, late nineties had this very kind of like soft pop just like the music like the background music sounds so close to like what this I song totally was. I totally. I totally agree. Um, so, I mean, let, let's uh, hopefully you get them in the right order this time, Skylar, because we're going to move on. We're going to do uh, we're going to move on to my second favorite podcast segment. What modern or contemporary artist do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros? Casey, why don't you kick us off with We Are? With We Are, um, I was kind of just thinking because he most recently, um, who's the the lead singer of Panic at the Disco? Brandon Yuri. Brandon Yuri. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, just because he did the DuckTales opening so well when he they rebooted DuckTales. That's what I was like. It kind of went for me to him. So I was like, he would do a great job covering this. Uh, Skyler, who do you think would have did a good job with the opening? And not memories, by the way. So for we I are. Wanted- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to actually match up like Judy the Dunch. voice, like the similar register, but also keep the same like upbeat vibes as the opening. But I went with uh the village people. Interesting. <laughs> like their voices sound very similar. I was listening to YMCA. Wow. I would have it's not even it would have never been in my radar to pick the village people, but I respect it. I like I don't and I say that to me like I hear it I would have never in a million years thought of it. <laughs> you Thank you, Skylar. <laughs> I tip my my straw hat to you. That's exactly the the fucking emotion I just. <laughs> I did believe you did. I believe you did. PJ, what about you? I'm gonna be honest, you guys. I couldn't come up with anything for this. Really? One. Really? I just couldn't place it to anything. And I, I struggled so hard. I was like, is it this? No, it's not this. I couldn't think of anything that I felt was like similar. You know to who I was considering? Like the two people I was considering for if uh, I hadn't actually like landed on the perfect answer of the village people Jennifer was, uh, was Billy Joel and oh. Elton John. <laughs> you know what? I, I hear Billy Joel, actually. I do hear Billy the Joel. The only reason I didn't go with Billy Joel is because like his music doesn't have that same like hyperactive like upbeat well have you heard like zanzibar that's Uptown a upbeat song yeah i feel like we're clearly proving you wrong no, here, I, it just didn't match the vibe like the voice no i still agree yeah the voice I agree, matches i feel like zanzibar would actually be the closest approximation billy joel wise for this. yeah whereas i feel like the energy of elton john songs like matches the song more i totally hear that but By YMCA, the, I thought, um, perfect answer I thought you were going to say, uh, when you were going to say Billy Joel, I thought you were going to say Bully Joel, like, Billy Joel's a bully. He's Bully Joel now. Oh, God. <laughs> Do oh better, God, Bully Joel. That. I'm going to move on from this closer, <laughs> closing song. Go away, Casey. Memories by Maki Otsuki. Casey, who do you think could have done a good job with it? <laughs> um, who I think would have done a great job. I got, I wrote down um, sh- uh, Garbage or Shirley Manson. I guess she's the lead singer. It's Garbage from the news. Garbage was on my on my short list. Yeah, totally. For sure. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely Garbage. Can I, I I'm going to, uh, I totally agree with that. Yeah, it's Garbage. Um, I, I'll throw mine in before Skylar's because I feel like hers will be better than mine. I feel like I need to clarify because I'm going to pull a Skylar and I'm going to pull a specific song. Okay. I went with Gwen Stefani, specifically cool. Oh, Interesting. Yeah, oh my she, God. Yeah. I could, yeah, I could, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have agreed with you, but you saying specifically cool, I agree. Yeah, because like the voice kind of reminded me of Gwen Stefani, but I was like, there's not a Gwen Stefani song like this. And I was like, wait, no, there is. It's cool. 
because we know you're cool. Oh my god, that music video, so good. Anyways, so good. Okay, that's why uh, I want to watch you round us so out. So I, this was so difficult for me because I had three people immediately come to mind again from my Disney Radio Disney playlist. And it took me forever. At first, I was going towards AJ or Ali and AJ, like specifically like Chemicals React era, mm. um, just because the the song, the music in that was very like that way. And then I was like, oh, Skylar's fucking video essay on what her choice is. <laughs> uh, and then I was like, oh wait, no, it's totally Liz Fair. And then I was like, yes, that's great. I'm going with that. And then I settled on Hoku. <laughs> it's a perfect Honestly, I feel like maybe Yeah, no, Hoku is totally. Listen to Hoku place. Saturday morning, and you'd be like, "Wow, she's right. She is a fucking queen, and so good at this oh game, and she God. always wins it. She's I so thoughtful." Can I say? <laughs> can I say to everyone listening? I heard Skylar scream and like yell in the living room while I was typing out my notes for this episode. I'm so fucking good at this game. <laughs> <laughs> and I know for a fact she was talking about this game and she had just found Hoku. It what you're right. Uh, I'm yeah, just yeah. too good. Too good. Oh god, she's too good. All right. Well, before we leave this music section, I did want to introduce a maybe recurring uh segment, but if not, at least we'll do it today. Today we are going to play the game American OP versus Japanese. Oh OP. my god. So Casey, you have seen the Japanese OP for One Piece and you mm. liked it. Let's show you that American Yes, OP. yes, yes. Yo. All right, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you thought about that American opening for one. I piece. don't. Okay, so here's what I feel. Uh, I think if we were looking at intro, like for like how it matches up with the like the kind of um what it is. I think the Japanese one matches up better, but if it was like a standalone like opening, I actually like the American one more. So the American one is widely regarded as just like the biggest like slap in the face Japanese anime America's ever produced, right? Uh, But I just have such a salsa for it. As I teased earlier, me and Connor from Anime Roulette kind of were talking about the soft spot we have for the the one piece rap you know and i just it's so ridiculous that it exists like the fact that someone was like you know what we should do for this fun pirate anime a rap do you know what this reminds me of when i was watching car captor sakura like for the first time in the opening oh we will 100 percent play this game for car captor sakura let me be clear Okay, so I was watching Cardcaptor Sakura for the first time, and like the opening happened, and PJ was like, What the fuck is this? And I was like, The opening? He's like, This is not the opening. This is this is not my opening. I grew opening. up with the American opening for Cardcaptor the Sakura, which we'll get to when we get to that episode. I'm just glad you got to experience it, yeah. Casey. Tell me, would you prefer right now, if you were rewatching One Piece, American? versus japanese which do you if like? I, uh, uh oh gosh japanese for if i'm gonna watch the anime if i just need a jam then u.s but the japanese one makes more sense for the anime obviously in my opinion much respect right. much respect to that answer and honestly i think the only th- i think the part that simultaneously makes me love the Japanese, the English version, and I think makes everyone else hate it, is the part where they say, he's made of rubber. How did that happen? Yo, ho, ho, he ain't a bite of gum, gum. Because that's just <laughs> Oh, my gosh. That's a joke that someone wrote that and said They're brave for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So we're going to take another break to watch some additional clips and context, and we'll be back with Casey's closing thoughts. Uh, and uh, we'll see you when we get back, so stay tuned. Konnichiwa, my fellow weeps. Skylar here. Thanking you as always for listening to our podcast. We hope you're enjoying We Are the Pirates Who Don't Do Anything, the anime. If you don't know, that's a VeggieTales reference. 
I honestly cannot get over how much I love this anime, and I really wish I would have started watching this years ago. I'm sure you've noticed some delays in our uploading schedule. Well, that's because we're all adjusting going back to work, and we really appreciate all of your guys' patience. You might have even noticed that our very own Weeb of All Trades is missing from this very interstitial. That's because I'm editing the podcast this week. So if anything is amiss, it's because of this miss is you can't see, but I'm pointing a finger to myself. I'm a weeb of some trades, but please ignore any and all editing faux pas because I will cry if you bring them up. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Kawaii Desupad. On Facebook, you could also find the official Kawaii Disappointment Group where you can interact with us as well as other fans of the podcast. Or go to our website, kawaiidesupa.com, for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. Spread the word about us, and if you feel so inclined, leave a review on iTunes. It really does help. Tune in next Monday as we raise this podcast power levels over 9,000! As we have Casey watch Dragon Ball Z to round out Shonen All-Stars Month. You won't want to miss it. Now back to the podcast. All right, we're back. We have Casey watch some additional context, see some additional hockey, see some additional pirate ships, see some additional pirate crew members. Lots of additional things. There's 900 episodes. Casey. Tell me what you thought about it all. Uh, I was like, girl, there's so much that's happening with these episodes. That was my initial reaction. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) I was like, there's just a lot. It changes so much. Like, I think I told you guys in the midst of one of the clips, I was like, damn, this is is so different. Or like animation is different. Like so much is like happening. Like it's, it's wild. But um, it's definitely, I think, I, I don't think there was anything that I saw was too far outside of like where they could go. Does that make sense? Like we're not in an Indiana Jones and they came to the Crystal Skull situation. No, for sure. For sure. (laughs) You've brought that up so many times. Not this episode, just this podcast. I I feel so specific, like so strongly about that movie. Never forgive them. I will never forgive them for that. We were, we went to, we went to Disneyland, uh, like two days before it opened to the public for the cast preview. And the, while we were in the, while we were in the line for Indiana Jones, Casey like was like, do you think I could replace Shia LaBeouf? And I was like, anyone could replace so, Shia LaBeouf. Especially yes. now. <laughs> I, I, I am looking to, I will, I will work with 80 year old, um, Harrison Ford if they need me to. I will be his friend if they need me to be the love interest, if they need me to be like, the fun like kid that's always like you know there's always like a kid that's like a friend to indy i'll do that too i'm not afraid yep <laughs> i'll be, be long around. fat <laughs> i don't think you could replace <laughs> thank you for laughing Tree pj i thought that was funny too <laughs> oh my gosh all right well skylar what did you think about the anime I know it's also your first time watching with the the additional context clip uh, there's one of the clips that you had us watch where Luffy pulls an octopus out of his pants, and literally my like <laughs> comment was, "I've seen this hentai." But building on that, um, I have actually seen a little too much One Piece hentai. Which, like, like, I find so weird because, like, I read Luffy as like, and I I will say I read most shonen protagonists as completely asexual. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, most of it is, a, like, most of it's lesbian porn, because that's sure. just what I'm into. Ah, uh, so it's, it's, so it's a, lot a lot of, of like, yeah, Nani. Nani. And a bunch of other, there's so many attractive women. You know, fun fact about uh, One Piece, actually, which I also learned from the Wizard of the Bruisers episode, Oda was getting a lot of criticism for the way, like, just, like, a lot of criticism from, like, men, that, that his women weren't, like, hot enough, and they all kind of looked the same. So he started mm-hmm. studying Playboy magazines, and that's why all the girls got way bigger boobs as the series went on. Wow. <laughs> because he was like, I don't know how to, I, like, this is just how I like to draw women. And everyone was like, no. And he was like, fine, I guess. And he studied Playboy magazine on, like, what, how to draw women, basically. That kind of makes me sad because, like, originally he wasn't drawing women as eye candy. Like, it was more like, I agree. these are strong, and I powerful mean, you see, women. Like, it's so funny because, like, it makes no sense. But in the time, from the time jump, Nami gets way bigger boobs. <laughs> And it's like, how? She, did yeah. she work out her boobs for the last five years? 
She was already an she adult, was doing her basically. Boob yeah. That's what she was doing. <laughs> but yeah, that is totally a thing. Now, it's, speaking of like him drawing, like the women of the show. Tiggle biddies for all of One Piece. Uh, yeah, that was my fun fact. Is I just I've seen a lot of there hentai. You go. One I asked for your thoughts, but I'll take the fun fact. <laughs> um, well, with that, uh, well, with that, Casey, did you end up with a favorite character? Um. I like Nami, but my heart, like Skylar, is with uh, Zoro for sure. Like, he's there's like a sexy quality about him, and it's just really fun. Mm. If I had three piercings on my ear, I would wear Zoro's earrings. Mm-hmm. It's never. Oh yeah, it's, it's never too late. It's never too late. It's never, it's too, never late. too late. <laughs> Uh, Skylar, who's your favorite character? I'm assuming also Zoro. It's Zoro, yes. I chose Zoro yes. first, though. Go Jeez. ahead. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, I, I will say, like, I love so many members of the crew. I love so many of the supplementary people, but I mean, we're going to have to tie it out. I'm also a Zoro stan. I Yay, love Zoro. This is... I don't know why I thought it was Sanji. No, I love Sanji, too. But, like, I don't love, like, that he's, like, completely useless against women. Yeah, but it's, it's funny. funny. It's funny for sure, but Zoro's just so badass. Oh yeah, I and I love that. Luffy. Don't get me wrong, but like you know, it's it's rarely the protagonist, right? Uh, but I love Zoro. But yeah, so all three of us are Zoro stands. Yay! Yes, carve Zoro into a tree like he did. The other Zoro does. <laughs> He's carving everything up. Well, um, with that, we have your thoughts. We have your favorite character. It's time for what we've all been waiting for i've I asked around i've been i've been calling people yes left and right i've been phone baking and everyone has let me know that they've been waiting for this moment for at least a few weeks let alone a few months for some of them i had one guy that said he's been waiting for 12 years but nonetheless we're gonna finally give them what they've all been waiting for what is phone baking <laughs> phone banking oh no, no. oh banking, banking i heard baking. baking it's when you throw your no. phone in the oven we're oh, gonna finally give them what they've all been waiting for uh to all 870 people in yukaipa county that i talked to that said they were waiting for this Casey, and germany will you continue watching one piece well, with a tummy full of gum gum fruit, I'm going to have to say yes. Absolutely, I will be. Yes. Yay! Kawaii success! Ah, oh, Sagoi. <laughs> Sagoi. So, you, you would say itadakimasu. Totally. <laughs> say it. Itadakimasu? Say it right itadakimasu, do I like, say Thank right? you for yeah. the meal. Oh. Sugoi. <laughs> well, I'm surprised you didn't learn that when you're in Japan. Kawaii. Do you enjoy your food? Ah, uh, come ka- um, samida. So yeah, I love that. I I I thought you would really enjoy it because it's so like again, it's such a big world and there's so much lore and that's that's like you're a sucker for stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I'm a sucker for that. I'm a sucker mm-hmm. for that. <laughs> I forgot about that song. I love Joe Bros. Um, Skyler, what about you? You also are watching it for the first time. I'm assuming your reaction is pretty similar though. Oh, yeah. No, um, I loved it to the point where I messaged um, one of my exes who is obsessed with it being like, well, fuck, I like One Piece. It's really good. He's caught up too. like that's I mean, I granted he's probably been watching it since like it started airing. So it's easy to. Yeah, it's kind of like with Naruto. Like I've seen all 750 episodes or whatever, but it's because I started watching it when it aired. Right. Like, I don't know if I could do that now, but I feel the same way about it. One Piece is so good, it'll make you reach out to your ex. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, with that Kawhi success, with Skylar reaching out to her ex and probably leaving oh. soon. <laughs> no, no, no. God, we love a twist, though. No. no I know. I'm very secure in our relationship. But you know what I would like to even be even more secure in? My favorite <gasps> segment. What's it going to be? It's time for America's favorite podcast segment. Is there an AMV for the anime One Piece? AMV, anime music videos. Is there an AMV for that? Casey, you know the rules and so do I. And me too. Give me a song and artist for One Piece. Yes, I wanted to do something really funny that would have made sense, but I realized that burned me last time. I got burned. Burnt to a crisp. 
and I've never been the same. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do it safe. I'm going to choose some sort of mid 2000s emo song that is likely has an anime just because it's a mid 2000s emo song. So I, I was torn between two two songs. Now, before you throw that fully out there, I do want to make sure I want to make sure your heart's in this, Casey. I don't want to I don't want you to pick a song just to win. I want you to pick a song because it's what you believe in. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed. I understand, but still disappointed. Okay, then if I'm going to choose something I really want, then um, I want to see, um, I want Captain Jack Sparrow by the Lonely Island to be have an AMV for this anime. <laughs> That's what my heart wants. They just cut out all the Aaron Brockovich and Forrest Gump parts. <laughs> Hell, leave that in. It makes it better. They could have put Nami during the Aaron Brockovich part. I don't know. <laughs> Make it work, you know? If if they have time to make this AMV, they have time to really make it right. So, Casey, unfortunately, Mm. there is no Jack Sparrow AMV, but there is a Lonely Island (gasps) AMV for I'm on a Boat. So that is still a two-pointer. Hot dog. All right. You know what? I'll take that. Thank you, AMV person, whoever did that. That is still a two-pointer. Good job. They they did make a joke Lonely Island AMV, but just to a different Lonely Island. We will Sorry, accept. Uh, it's still two points, so I'm glad you stuck with your gut regardless. Skylar, it's your first time watching this too, so why don't you give me one? My phantom points. I'm so excited. I've been thinking about this the whole time. I want the pirates. I mean, the sailor song by Toy Box. And Casey, um, I don't think you really know Toy Box, but they kind of are in the same sound, like genre of Aqua. Mm. Yeah, Skylar, that super exists. That is three points in the book. Well done. Well done. For Skylar, solid, solid guesses from both of you. I love to see it. Uh, And you know what I love to see even more? It's time for the super secret, not so secret bonus point. Is there an AMV? To One Piece, to Evanescence, bring me to life. Probably. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah, there is. This, yeah, there definitely is. There are, I mean, you guys saw there's some sadder moments. There's yeah. also some darker moments in there. Um, but regardless, it is a shonen anime that aired in the mid-2000s. So, of course, there's a bring me to life AMV. You know what? Um, building off that, like, from the context, I was surprised how much crying there was, and I really appreciated it. Yeah, there's a lot of emotional weight that comes uh, here and there in the show. Everyone has, like, tragic backstories to some extent, like, right? Like, just like people on this podcast. Yes. <laughs> exactly. It's very realistic. We're basically the Straw Hat. Uh, yeah. Or We're basically Straw Hat Pizza. Crew. <laughs> Straw Hat Pizza, yes. <laughs> Trauma friends. Oh, gosh. But I love it. That's, um, that's you know, a, a full spread for us on the points because Skylar got us three. Casey got us two, but we all got that four. Uh, and you love to see it. And we had a quiet success, which were four for five. Only one to go in Shonen All-Stars Month left. And we'll see if we're able to tie it all out, all five to go. We'll see if we're able to tie it all out with a complete success for Shonen All-Stars Month. But you'll have to tune in next week to see that. But until then, that's all we have for you guys this week. We hope you guys had a fun time, a pirate time, a yo-ho-ho time, and a bottle of rum time. But until next time, I've been PJ. I've been Skylar. And I like swordplay. Casey, goodbye. (laughs) Casey remembered his name. Bye, everyone. (gasps) Arr. Bye. Arr. Arr. (laughs) 